Hi, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Unfiltered. I have a special guest with me here today. Hi. <laughs> and your name is? Uh, I'm Lizzie. Oh, <laughs> well. And you just came back from Alaska not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah, I got back from Alaska in July. I had been living there for 11 months. Yeah, it feels like you've been there for a long time. No, because when I was there, I moved there in the beginning of August 2022. And then I was in this toxic relationship. So I was actually supposed to move out in November around Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up staying and getting my own place in January of 2023. And then I was, again, supposed to leave in May to go and get ready for this wedding that I was in in July. But then again, I met this great guy. And he was like, why don't you just stay? And I was like, OK, why don't I just stay? So then I stayed there for next to like a month and a half just to like hang out with um, my really good friend and her family there. But then I stayed with him for a week and he ended up breaking up with me at my friend's bachelorette party because I got high and he didn't wow. like that. I yeah. totally forgot about that. Yeah. Wasn't that crazy? He was like, yeah, you wore a low cut dress and you were high in your Airbnb and I just can't trust you. You're just not the woman for me. You're not traditional enough. And this is right? No, that was Okay. What should we call him? Um, I don't know. Marco. Marco? Okay, we'll call him Marco. Yeah, because he was in the Coast Guard, so like Marco Polo. (laughs) Okay. Um, So this one Coast Guard guy, Marco, um, he, like, we had the most amazing sushi date ever. It was so good. We went and saw um, Evil Dead Rising in theaters, and that was great, too. Wait, was was this before you moved to Alaska? No, this was May while I was in Alaska. This was, yeah, this was right after the school year ended, or like, he and I met, like, the week that the school year ended. So, like, it was, like, May 23rd we met. And then he went to North Carolina for a month to do, like, Coast Guard training school to become an officer, like, a like military, like, police officer or something. Um, so then I waited for him. My friend let me move in with her. I was originally only supposed to stay with her for two weeks while um, I was waiting for, like, plane tickets to get cheaper. But then I ended up staying for an extra three because... Um, he wanted me to wait for him. And honestly, mm-hmm. I had nothing going on. I didn't have a job yet. I was like barely like even in the mindset of like looking for a job because I had like so much like trauma from working at a Title I school where so much like I had like secondhand trauma from like my entire school year of working. So I didn't want to like put my whole heart into working again yet because I wasn't like mentally ready. So I was like, okay, whatever. Like I'll just like use this guy and I'll like let this guy like be my next phase of life. Um, mm-hmm. And then... The sex was bad. It was so <laughs> fucking boring. It was so boring. Um, oh, no. So sorry to him. But, like, he did not know how to use what he had. And so it was just like, oh, my God. And then at the end, like, when we were, like, I, like, had nothing to say to him. Like, mm-hmm. he took me to the airport. Three hours of dead silence. Oh, wow. Yeah. It Wait, was first like, of all, you were three hours away from the airport? Yeah. Like, when I went to go stay with him, because um, we went to Seward, Alaska, which is, like, three hours away from Anchorage, um, I would have had no way to get back to the airport. Mm. Like, there are no Ubers. There is no public transportation. There wasn't even, like, a bus that could take me. So I was kind of just, like, trapped with him for a week, and I knew it wasn't going to work out by, like, week three. Mm-hmm. I was kind of just, like, gaslighting myself into, like, thinking that I was in love with him mm-hmm. because I had nothing else going on. And, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, so, like, depressed that I was, like, okay, like, I'll focus on this boy instead of focusing on how I'm actually feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he wanted, like, a traditional girl. Like, he was, like, super conservative. And, like, did I ever show you the videos? Oh, He's okay. the guy. I remember mm-hmm. that now. Yeah. Okay, you went on a boat with him. Yes, I went yeah, on a okay. boat with him. Yeah, okay, that was yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I was like on the Coast Guard boat. I went on the Coast Guard boat, I think either like two or three times. Um, but instead of having like a really fun like um like Fourth of July, he like didn't really like trust me to like go out on the town by myself or whatever because he was like a bunch of guys are gonna come up to you and talk to you and like he like didn't even like me having an Instagram. Mm. He was like, if girls have an Instagram, they're using it as a form of social media like dating. Mm. And I was like not a single man has slid into my dms in the past like three years so i don't really know where you think the dating aspect of having an instagram is coming in he probably was Um, like dealing with some other shit with other people from his past that's probably where he got Mm -hmm. it from i don't know what happened but i mean i could see where he's coming from you know what i mean like it really depends on like the girl's profiles if she's Mm -hmm. like having her tits out and her ass out all the time then yeah like you could imagine all the guys that are sliding into her dms Right. But your profile isn't like that. No, no. It's I very, like, like, you, you yeah. know? Yeah. It was, like, a picture of me, like, crocheting. I had, like, yeah. five pictures up on Instagram. I was, like, yeah. oh, I don't really know who you think I am. But, like, I'm not an Instagram model. I yeah. kind of just use it to talk to my friends, like, all around the world. Yeah. Um. But, no, he was, like, he'd been previously divorced, which I thought was, like, mm. something I was going to get away from because he was only 25. Oh, wow. So I was, like... And you know how I usually date guys in their 30s. Yeah. Like, he was the only guy that I had been out with or that I've even gone out with in the past, like, year and a half that was under the age of 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, it didn't It didn't help anything. No. Um, he had just as many, like, trust issues and stuff as the rest of them. But Yeah. And, I mean, you went to Alaska after a really hard time. Yeah. You know, so. Right? Um, yeah. I feel like, yeah, because I went to Alaska after my little brother died, and I had been, like, festering in my bed for a year, and mm-hmm. I just decided to, like, stop festering. And this mm-hmm. one guy that I had been seeing, and he took me out on, like, a five-day vacation before I left Alaska the first time. Mm-hmm. So I thought that, like, I could, like, trust him, and, like, we were going to have, like, a really good time, like, living together and stuff. And, like, little did I know, his entire financial life collapsed, like, the week before I got there. And we're talking about... We're talking about... Okay, and let's give him a nickname. Um, we can call him Derek. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so Derek, um, <clears throat> he was like a great guy before. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I moved in with him in like a really stressful time. And I feel yeah. like neither one of us had really great communication skills to be able to like articulate how we were feeling. Mm-hmm. Because he gave me food poisoning the week that I got there and was this the time that he made that like um, weird fish yeah no so he made like this like a smoked salmon situation and it had like a bunch of bones in it and then also like he would put pots of food in the fridge no lids just like naked pots <laughs> and like I don't think he waited for the food to cool down before he put it in and he would save rice for like many days like and like you're not supposed to have rice after like three days even like most days like most times it's like one day of rice like make a new rice every single time you cook it Mm -hmm. he didn't believe in that um no no he would like leave his food in the fridge just like naked and like all like the fridge air germs and um then just feed it to me and like he'd be like oh like i don't really know why you're getting so sick and i'd be like well um i just like have a really sensitive stomach and i have food poisoning now um (laughs) so that's great but then he'd get really defensive whenever I mm-hmm. wanted to cook. 
because he'd be like no like I know the best way I know the best way I was like I was like a sous chef not even like a sous chef he was like a line cook and mm-hmm. so he thought he knew, like, best. And he thought he knew everything. Oh, that's what he did for work? Um, No, that's what he did, like, 10 years before uh, we met. Oh, uh, okay. So um, he would, like, use his past as an excuse a lot. And when he had $8 to his name the last month of our relationship, not even the last month of our relationship, the last month we lived together, because I broke up with him, like, three months in. Um, mm-hmm. And we had to live with each other for, like, another, like, month and a half, two months. Um. He said that he was too old to learn new skills. He wanted to do what he wanted to do, and he didn't want to learn another thing for, like, the rest of his life. Mm. Um, even though there were no jobs in his field. He was 35. Mm. Yeah. So he was, like, struggling, like, looking for jobs in his field, and there were none. Or there were jobs, but they didn't want to hire him because of his lack of experience. Mm-hmm. He hadn't been working for, like, five years because he'd been, like, focusing on the crypto thing. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't he also, like, sell something like an nft or yeah some shit like that. he made like this nft but then it was full of so many viruses that he didn't actually sell anything and he borrowed a bunch of money from his friends and he was never actually able to pay them back and he also wasn't able to pay rent um so we almost got evicted the last month we were in the apartment um and no one told me like mm-hmm. no one disclosed to me that i was about to lose my housing um so i was like okay like thank goodness and i was like i'll even move out like five days early like don't even worry about it i'll move out five days early like don't don't even play don't even like it's gonna be okay like i'll yeah. just i'll leave and didn't he also get that housing through like a family or a mm-hmm. friend too? yeah it was his cousin's place mm, that's and, right yeah so he had like he caused like the biggest beef ever with his cousin yeah um because he wasn't paying rent and he had the heat turned up all the way. Mm. Like, the, as high as the heat could go, he had it turned up all the way. Um, so his um, cousin was super nice because he only raised our rent $100 mm-hmm. um, instead of raising it to where we have to pay the heating bill ourselves. Because mm. if we had to pay the heating bill ourselves, I feel like that would have been, like, an extra, like, $300 a month. Right. And, like, yeah. I wasn't ready to pay that. Well, I could have paid that, but couldn't have. Mm-hmm. Or Derek couldn't have. <laughs> Um, what was it like living in Alaska, though? Um, it was nice. I feel like when I lived in Talakitna a few summers ago, that was better. Like, that was the good life. That was, like, the true Alaska, like, no roads, like, living off the land, like, only shopping from small businesses. But then living in Anchorage was just, like, living in any city, you know? Mm. Like, there was a bus system. There was no, like, trains or subways or anything. But, um, you had, like the typical, like, people that you find in cities. I lived in, like, a bad area. Mm-hmm. So I'd hear, like, a lot of, like, gunshots and, like, car accidents and, like, kids screaming in the middle of the night and everything. Um, and, like, yeah, I, like, saw people get hit by cars. And I even, like, saw, like, a couple dead bodies. Um, what? Yeah, as things started thawing and stuff and people started, like, going on the streets again. Yeah, there was this one time where I was on my way to my third job of the day. You know, just sitting my Uber, casual, and there was just this, like, man who's, like, his, like, tongue was, like, out of his mouth a little bit, like, open eyes, like, open mouth, and just, like, police officers and ambulances just, like, crowded around him. Holy crap. Yeah, um, because there's a lot of, like, drug and alcoholism, Mm -hmm. um, in Anchorage. I mean, I feel like I've heard from someone or somewhere, maybe you, but, Mm -hmm. like, all... The people that come out of prison just, like, move to Alaska. Don't you also get paid to live there? Like, some of the people? Um, or is that somewhere else? 
there's a yearly stipend that people get. It's usually like around like three thousand dollars. I feel like it's like mm-hmm. high of three thousand has been like in like the most recent years. And then like kids also get it, but you have to be a resident there for over a year. Um, and correction, actually, to what I was saying before, yeah. criminals. A lot of yeah. criminals live in Alaska. Mm-hmm. A lot of criminals do live in Alaska. They move to like the like backcountry though not like anchorage like mm-hmm. anchorage i feel like it's really easy to like have a paper trail of like who you are and where you are just because it's a city but then um if you've ever heard of the butcher baker the butcher baker was this major serial killer in alaska and he i believe lived in anchorage but then he would have this plane so we would fly it out to like like hunting grounds or like near a river and that's where he would bury the prostitutes that he would murder jeez yeah um, and those women, I think, were, like, near, like, the Spinard area, or at least, like, that's what the Spinard area is known for now. And even then, um, but, yeah, so there's been, like, a lot of, like, serial killers, like, low-key serial killers in Alaska, or, like, just, like, murderers who murder people, and then they get away with it, because there's, mm-hmm. like, there's no way to find them, because, you know, they're, like, off-grid, they're in the woods. That's so crazy. Yeah, and I actually lived off-grid for a little while. It was so nice. Yeah. It's like, it's really nice because mm-hmm. there's no cell service. People can't track you even if they want to. Like, I didn't have running water. Like, I didn't have, like, I had electricity in my cabin, but like, no one, like, if someone wanted to find me, they would have to, like, come to my cabin and knock on my door. Oh, wow. Yeah. If you didn't have running water, where would you get your water? Um, I would mostly get my water because I worked for 16 hours a day when I lived in Takina. So I would get my water when I was in town. That was where you first went to, right? When you yeah. moved to Alaska mm-hmm. and you were working at the inn, right? Inn, cheese shop, bike shop, restaurant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. You were having a blast though. Yeah. You oh did really like living over mm-hmm. there. I can't pronounce yeah. the name, how do you say it? Talkeetna. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's like that extra T before the N. Okay. But yeah, now when I was there, I moved once a month. It yeah, was you're so really good. nice. Yeah, because I lived at the inn and I lived in an A frame above the bar. And then I lived in an Airbnb in a neighborhood that was like around like a mile, maybe like half a mile away. And then I lived in the cabin off grid. And then when I, when my other job finished and I like, really like did not get along with my manager and I couldn't like figure out a way to get along with her because she hated mm-hmm. me so much then I lived above mm. but even most nights or not not most nights but some nights when I lived in the off-grid cabin because that one was like three miles away from the bike shop and I or from the cheese shop I get off of work at like like six no I get off of work at like 10 p.m and it'd be like pitch black because it's like August mm-hmm. um and like does alaska get dark yeah, for yeah. consecutive mm-hmm. days or months yeah talkeetna got like really dark because there wasn't a lot of light pollution yeah it'd get pitch black it uh-huh. got like pitch black at like 8 p.m mm-hmm. so it'd just be like little old me with like my like e-bike like, that like barely has a light that shines like five feet in front of me <laughs> like if i was riding alongside a bear i would not know yeah wow okay um, no i speaking yeah. of a bear mm-hmm. i was just watching the cocaine bear mm-hmm. on prime last night and yeah. i literally get to the part where the kids were outside and they find the cocaine they open it they try to eat it spit it out and they had chips out or carrots or something and the bear stole it 
and they just didn't realize that the bear was behind them and i just couldn't watch it anymore because it's based on a true story and have you seen a bear while oh, living in Alaska or, yeah. like, on your ventures, yeah. Was it black? Or? Um, I've seen so many bears. Like, what kind of, like, instance are you talking Like, it, do you want to know? Because when I was driving up and down the Dalton, I saw, like, ten bears. Like, I saw, like, so many bears. Well, at I least saw you were in a car. Sleeping in the field. Yeah. When I was um, when I was moving um, to the cabin, actually, there was a bear, like, 15 yards behind me on the trail, like, crossing the street. So, it was, like, it was, like, a medium-sized bear, and it was a brown bear. So, it was, like, probably, like, a teenager. So I'm lucky that the mama wasn't around, but it was just like moseying along the road after me. Jeez. And then one time when I was riding back, I had like a chicken katsu in my front mm-hmm. basket on my bike and I passed a black bear. And I was like, okay, like thank God they're vegetarians because um, I have some very good smelling fried chicken in my basket <laughs> right now. Um, so that one was like actually like really scary because its eyes were like bloodshot like i like shone my light on it for like a second and i was like that is the biggest bear that i've ever seen because it was like on its hind legs and i was like i need to ride a little bit faster and i had like taken like the slowest e-bike so i was only going like 50 miles an hour oh and i was like i could die and i actually called my ex-boyfriend that i hated um to come and hold me that night because i was like so panicked and then the second he got there i was like oh wait actually i don't want you here at all i was just so, scared and being a pussy ass bitch but for like black bears aren't you supposed to like fight them off or like appear big Mm -hmm. or something like that yeah and make noises um grizzly bears you're just fucked yeah you're supposed to play dad oh okay and then grizzly bears play dad black bears make yourself big and like make a lot of noise and then polar bears you're fucked yeah polar bears are gnarly they're so cute though they're so cute but they crave human flesh yeah, that's a little scary. Yeah. Are there any... Mm-hmm. There's no... The polar bears are further, yeah. further up north. Yeah. Okay. Like in, like, where I was. But a polar bear did eat someone's foot um, at the zoo in, like, the 90s. <gasps> oh, I think his okay. name was Binky. Yeah, Binky the polar bear. They they had to, like, euthanize it or whatever because it ate this woman's foot. Jesus. What was the woman's foot doing so close to the right? head, though? Yeah. No, she, was, like, <laughs> she, like, poked it through the fence or whatever, and then the okay. polar bear just went chomp. Wow. And it's like, honestly, that was definitely her fault. That's so wild. Yeah. Now, I feel like Alaska really taught me to, like, respect nature mm-hmm. and, like, respect the na- like the natural boundaries that there are, like, in nature, you know? Because mm-hmm. I, when I went to the national park, I saw, like, a bunch of, like, tourists, like, chasing a bull moose. And it's like, that bull moose can fuck you up. Like, that Jesus. bull moose, like, punches you, like, or, like, touches you with its, like it's like hoof and like you're gone like you're a goner if it hits sometimes i feel like if i were ever in that situation i f- and it was charging at me i would imagine myself just holding onto the hoofs and being physically able to swing myself up but obviously like the chances of that happening is very small yeah the chances of me being able to hold onto the hoof is probably very small but you know that's like the funny thing about human beings i feel like we all think we are invincible Mm -hmm. But no, we're just, yeah, no, they would fuck us up. <laughs> yeah, no, fully. Um, when you see a moose and it's, like, charging at you, you're supposed to go, like, zigzag because mm. they can't go to the side that fast. Oh, that's so funny. So you're supposed to, like, bob and weave. Like, you know, like, how, like, there was, like, Rickon in, like, a Game of Thrones and he was, like, running up the mountains and everyone was, like, if he had zigzagged, he would have been fine. Uh-huh. That's what you're supposed to do with moose. <laughs> I didn't know that. I love that you know so much about that. Yeah. But what about brown bears? Um, yeah, the brown bear ones, you're just supposed to play dead and you're just supposed to like pretend like 
or like hope that they don't see you and like try to like lower your heart rate as much as possible because i feel like it is true that they can smell fear um Uh but yeah no like i feel like i was far enough away and i always like respect their space to where it was never a problem even when i was riding past a mama and her two cubs like i was fine mm-hmm. i was moving fast enough i didn't even look at them like because mm-hmm. i feel like even if you look at them they feel threatened oh wow and you never want to surprise a bear that's why i had bear bells on me like at all times and like you think it's only like a tourist thing but it's like no it's true like unless you're constantly making noise and like walking as hard as possible or like singing to yourself or like have bells like a bear could attack you because they could be surprised by you mm. like that's actually like the worst time like with a bear is when you surprise it because they're yeah. automatically in fight mode yeah yeah no bears are scary yeah they're really scary fuck a polar bear though fuck a polar bear like yeah. i feel like i can hold my own against like the other bears but like a polar bear like <laughs> no like i'm gonna get you in oh my god it's so scary yeah that is so scary yeah i feel like i remember watching a video of a polar bear getting onto like a piece of ice where a seal or a war mm-hmm. walrus was like trying to swim away from it but then the yeah. polar bear gets on the ice and like just eats it yeah no like there's no getting away they're so fast I think they can run like 40 miles an hour. What? Yeah. That's crazy. It's like 30, 40 miles an hour. Actually, yeah, no, because a part of the movie in Cocaine Bear, I mean, they also were on cocaine or whatever. Yeah. They were like craving that shit, but they were like chasing a car down and were able to get on it. And cars can go pretty fast. Yeah. So, have you seen the documentary or the movie? No, I haven't. I have heard a lot of stories, and I heard that like they like. Isn't, like, the cocaine bear, like, taxidermied somewhere? Tax what? Like, they, like, stuffed the bear. Oh, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's either, like, a replica of the bear or, like, the actual, like, cocaine bear got, like, stuffed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was... That was wild. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm surprised that... Well, I don't know because I didn't watch the full thing and I don't know much about it. I just know that, you know, the drug dealer was like throwing cocaine mm-hmm. off the plane and then a bear ate it and went kind of nuts but i would imagine that after eating that much cocaine the bear would just like die right and overdose mm-hmm. you know but that's how much mass that they have mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's crazy yeah have you heard about the coca- cocaine sharks no oh my gosh is yes. that real yeah off the coast of florida people keep on losing their cocaine packages and then sharks find them and tear them open and then they kind of just go crazy and they like lose all their sense of like boundaries all their sense of fear so they'll like go up to like boats and stuff and be like just like crazy because like they're just like addicted to cocaine now it's like the cocaine hippos of like pablo escobar oh my gosh yeah no i didn't know that was that recent yeah i think it's recent but um because cocaine bear didn't happen that long ago either yeah no now there's cocaine bar- uh, sharks and cocaine hippos, and people just need to, like, be more careful with their drugs. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. For real, like, You're cocaine just, like, just drives everyone yeah, crazy. That's lost in wild. nature. Yeah. That's, like, definitely on humans. But yeah, you're, uh, there was a lot of adventures that happened mm-hmm. for you in Alaska, and you just came home not yeah. too long ago. Yeah and what was the reason for you to come back home i ran out of money (laughs) okay yeah to be honest like i was coming back for a wedding like the reason why i left alaska in the first place in 2021 
was because I was going on a hiking trip. And so that was the only thing that could drag me out. And then this time it was like, I felt like my work there was done, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I had gotten everything that I wanted to out of Anchorage. I had learned all the lessons. I would like fallen back in love with like myself. And like, I like learned how to love again after leaving um, Derek. Um, <laughs> so I was like, I've learned everything I need to learn. Like I even like spent time with my friend and like mm-hmm. lived with her and her kids and her husband. And I realized like, I don't want kids right now. And like, that was something I wanted like before, like that I convinced myself that I wanted. And so then I was like, okay, it's time to like come back home and figure out what I want to do with my life. And I think that was the most peaceful time of your time in Alaska, aside from where you first were, Mm -hmm. like when you were with your friends, kids and Mm -hmm. family and stuff, I feel like you were so peaceful. You were always like doing stuff outside and like sitting on the hammock and Mm -hmm. you just looked at peace and then you came home and you know, you're back into the groove of things. And how's that like being home? I know you kind of said that you missed Alaska. Does that Um, still stand true? I miss Alaska a lot just because yeah. Illinois is so flat. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so fucking flat. It's so fucking boring. <laughs> like, you really have to, like, make a life here. Mm-hmm. And you have to, like, be content where you are here. But, like, I've had, like, such adventures everywhere else. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't drive. So it's hard to, like, have those same adventures that I had out my back door when I was, mm-hmm. like, living in Alaska or even, like, when I was traveling through Ireland or, like, when I was in Hawaii. Hawaii was so walkable for me. Mm-hmm. Maui was so walkable that, like, I could, like, step out of my aunt's back door and, like, be in an adventure mm-hmm. or, like, see a fucking volcano. Like, there was mm-hmm. a volcano, like, I could look on her, like, lanai and just see the volcano. And, mm-hmm. like, it was magical. But I, like, lack that magic here in Illinois. Mm -hmm. And, like, I really have to, like, convince myself and, like, feel grateful for everything I do have Mm -hmm. and kind of, like, try to forget everything that I'm missing out on by being here or everything that I gave up to be here. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like, my grandfather is getting old, my dog is getting old, and I really decided, like, I want to be here with them and, like, go on that journey with them. Mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that I'm going to miss the ocean any less. That doesn't mean that I'm going to, like, miss the good air quality any less. And I'm going to miss, like, see- waking up and seeing the third tallest peak in the world. Dude, while you were you gone, know? the air quality has been shit. Yeah. It's been really bad mm-hmm. to the point where there was definitely a week where everyone was kind of just, like, coughing. and Yeah. I think it was something to do with the smoke that happened up mm-hmm by Colorado area or yeah whatever. in Canada yeah okay no because air quality in Alaska it's like 17 mm-hmm. it hangs out like below 20 and here it's like 40 45 most days yeah and like my nose has been swollen every single day that I've been here like my skin has gone to shit since I've gone back mm-hmm. like everything I just glow a lot less in Illinois and I really like have to figure out how to get that inner glow back whenever I come back here yeah because even like my family like supported me leaving and going to alaska because they saw like how unhappy i am here Mm -hmm. but i'm here and getting my college degree in order to like move to europe Mm -hmm. and move to like a better life you know okay so this coming back here is kind of like a stepping stone for like my future 
but I'm gonna be like $75,000 in debt after school so yeah wait um, I didn't know about Europe you want to go to Europe yeah I want to move to like Copenhagen or like okay. Switzerland after I graduate Ooh, Switzerland mm-hmm. yeah so green over there yeah I like kind of like look at the way the United States is going and I don't really want to be a part of that journey mm-hmm. you know in 10 years I'd love to be anywhere but here mm-hmm. even if it's just moving across the border to Canada um like people say that this is like the best country in the world but like I've like been other places and I feel like it's not you know Mm -hmm. um so I'm definitely gonna come back and like visit here obviously because like I have family and I have a past and stuff but for like quality of life purposes and like time off like family support you know like when Mm -hmm. I have a career and stuff and like the quality of education in other countries is so much better, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, so Europe is your, you would say, end goal? Yeah, Europe is my end goal. If I can ever afford to move to New Zealand, I'd love to move to New Zealand, but it's not in the cards right now. Um, okay. But yeah, Europe and going into somewhere, something with, like, environmental studies and, like, I'd love to do some sort of, like, mushroom remediation one day, mm. but yeah, I'm getting... Would you ever move to Colorado? Because I know I asked you about that because you love the mountains and stuff and Colorado's not as far as Alaska, obviously not Europe. Yeah, I would definitely consider moving to Colorado for a little while. Yeah, you should. I feel like you would love it there. Mm -hmm. I feel like you really would. And do you snowboard or ski or anything Um, like that? No, but I feel like if I put my mind to it, I can learn really fast. Yeah, yeah. You know, um... I feel like, yeah, I'm definitely going to look into, like, internships and stuff in Colorado. Mm-hmm. I also want to go to Idaho for a little while and um, work at a watchtower. Like, there are Ooh. these, like, fire, like, watchtower jobs that I want to mm-hmm. get. That's so interesting, watchtower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to be alone in the middle of the woods. Yeah. With, like, no one to bother me. Yeah, just, but it's like, also scary. I feel like people are just going nutty these days, and, like, you just never know. I don't know. There's right. so many, like, stabbings, shootings. Like, yeah. someone just got dismembered in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did yeah. you hear about that? That was wild. It was, like, a cleaning lady and her son who owned a cleaning business, and they got called up to a condo. And I guess the son didn't hear from the mom for a few hours and started to get worried, so mm-hmm. called the cops to, like, do a wellness check or something. Yeah. Not that she lived there or anything. Um, because cleaning takes, what, like, a couple hours, yeah. depending on yeah. the size, and it's a condo, so it's probably, like, one of the smaller mm-hmm. ones. And they found her body dismembered, parts of it in the trash, and it's crazy. And someone... I know, like, mutual friends, like, there was also a stabbing, like, a roommate stabbing uh-huh. around the block from his place, yeah. and this was all in the same year. Right, no. Like, that's in the past why, like, six months. America is so unsafe. Like, there's a lot of laws against this stuff in other countries, and, like, the crime rates in other countries is so much lower. Yeah. Like, people, like, we are so desensitized to the violence here, and, like, it's not even a thing like yeah. other places actually there's a place in the states like a really really small town where murder is legal yeah have you heard of it no i haven't heard of that you know what i gotta do some research on it yeah because i forgot what it was called but it's like literally a little town where murder is legal yeah did you hear about the town in florida where all the sex offenders live 
Mm, yeah, actually, yeah. I have. Yeah. yeah. It's a town where literally, like, only sex offenders are allowed to live. And it's, like, in the middle of nowhere. And I think it might be called, like, Paradise or something, like, weird oh, like that. Oh, hell no. What the yeah, fuck? Right? That's so weird. Right? And I'm like, um, that's, like, crazy how we have these, like, little, like, oasises for, like, you know, just, like, murders and sex offenders. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, like, the Amsterdam of sex offenders mm-hmm. it's wild yeah at least they get to make friends right, right? yeah of similar yeah. hobbies yeah and like there's like no schools so they can all like roam yeah. freely i think there's like less than like a handful of like women that like live there as like sex offenders oh wow yeah yeah, yeah that's that's, that's so wild crazy. yeah this world we live in but that is true like other countries like definitely don't have as much crime and even their food i feel like is so different like Mm -hmm. the mcdonald's like here compared to europe or even korea Mm -hmm. is like or canada even yeah there's a lot of things here that are legal here but then illegal in other countries Mm -hmm. like there's no red dye 40 in ireland like Mm -hmm. i went and it was like amazing like even like the like shitty like candy like the unhealthiest stuff was so much like sorry like better for you than Mm -hmm. it is here yeah it's crazy. I wonder why that is. Like, because yeah. they, um, they're like, um, they test first and ask mm-hmm. questions first. And we put it on the shelves first and ask questions later. It's definitely like monetary yeah. reasons or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. behind it. So, yeah, that's wild. Right. Um, yeah. Did you want to add anything else about your journey um, after? moving mm-hmm. to alaska and everything because i know you did a lot of traveling you were like living your best life yeah and i was so jealous when you went to ireland because yeah. i would love to i feel like ireland was the best place to heal because mm-hmm. that was like i spent jd's first like death birthday there so mm-hmm. it's like that's right um i went like end of march beginning of april so it was like three months out three and a half months out of like when he died and it was like it was so nice being not in america because again i feel like for me like water has like such like a healing benefit to it you know Mm -hmm. or like healing properties to it so i was able to go see the ocean like basically every single day and just like Mm -hmm. dip my toes in and like sandy beaches eating like the shittiest like because like the food there while it is healthier is like it's like it tastes like so different it was like definitely Mm -hmm. like a culture shock but i'd be eating these like random like fish sandwiches like on the beach like (laughs) collecting seashells and like climbing through castles meeting like hot ass baristas <laughs> going can- or like going dancing dancing there like people ask me why i don't party here and i'm like cuz i've partied in like the best party spots like ever you know like i went clubbing in new york i went clubbing in ireland like i don't need to go clubbing in fucking aurora mm-hmm. to like feel alive because mm-hmm. it's not going to compare yeah like i made out with like the hottest men ever in ireland and like it was so good i feel like making out with hot hot men really helped me heal (laughs) that's so funny i don't think i've ever told you this but when i went to Janie's funeral like Mm -hmm. i really that was probably the first time that i experienced like a different kind of mourning Mm -hmm. i thought you know like I really commend you for being so strong and mm-hmm. put together during the funeral because if that was me, I don't think I could even 
do a speech yeah you know i would choke on every single word and you handled it like a champ Mm -hmm. and obviously everyone deals with it differently and i think you know you traveling just really helped with that Mm -hmm. and you know they always say like time heals that kind of stuff but like my dad i remember talking to him about it and after him losing his dad he said it becomes less painful but it's still like hard yeah i feel like you're never done grieving yeah like you're never done because like even like now like i think about him like every single day yeah i feel like devastated you Mm -hmm. know but it's like every single time i go through a trauma it's like okay like my little brother is dead and i'm also going through this Mm -hmm. you know it's just it's okay yeah yeah so it's like yeah like life goes on and like you definitely like should not stop your life for very long after someone dies but like you never get over it Mm because it's like you're missing that person for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think you're doing great yeah Yeah, and everyone definitely grieves differently yeah yeah no i definitely thought like i was like oh yeah like i'll like go to therapy or something but therapy costs a lot of money and i just like haven't like prioritized that because i feel like i went through it and like you know i was like the glue holding my family together mm-hmm. and then i was just like avoid 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 and now i'm like i've like reached like the contentment phase but like you know it is what it is yeah yeah and i think that was good mm-hmm. to like go yeah. out and travel yeah. and seek yourself because i don't know i feel like for me i would just like hole up in a dark mm-hmm. room yeah forever and ever and ever and i'd probably mm-hmm. like lose everything around me because i just wouldn't care anymore to be honest like i feel like that would be me so honestly commend you for doing that you Mm -hmm. did what was best for you and i'm glad that you're home thank you (laughs) and if you decide to go anywhere else like obviously you'll do great i Mm -hmm. think you'll live your best life honestly like that's like one thing about you you're such an adventure girl yeah i love that for you like i can't stay anywhere for long like i was planning a trip to ohio and then i realized that i have like three thousand dollars worth of credit card debt so i probably shouldn't go to ohio but (laughs) i was really considering it i was like i just need to feel alive and like my version of feeling alive is like hopping on a plane and going somewhere new that's your dopamine yeah for sure yeah yeah i need to like learn how to do something else or like something that like has like an equal amount of adrenaline i mean you like knitting yeah you could go to like yeah that's, that's more like a peaceful mm-hmm. thing yeah. but yeah go to like you should go to a concert i don't know about a concert like i'm like i feel like i used to go to concerts all the time when mm-hmm. i was in high school but now i'm just like i'm obviously not old yeah but i feel old i feel like i've right. partied out my yeah. soul as a kid that like mm-hmm. now i'm just like I don't even like crowded places. Yeah. Like, every time there's something crowded going on, I just, like, avoid it at all mm-hmm. times. Um, yeah, I'm, I've just become such a homebody mm-hmm. lately. Like, yeah. No, honestly, you're right. Yeah. And honestly, I'd rather spend my money on a plane ticket than a concert. Yeah. Because, like, plane tickets... They get tickets, expensive. Yeah. No, like, my brother went to a comedy show the other day, and he was like, yeah, it was 80 bucks. And I was mm-hmm. like, I could have flown to Cincinnati and back with $80. Okay, no, I do love going to comedy shows. I yeah. just watched Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. and this week I'm actually going to go see Fluffy. That's cute. Yeah, and it's going to be really fun. Yeah. I don't know. That's I like doing that stuff. And mm-hmm. it does get crowded there, but because we're all seated, yeah. it's, like, fine. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because there was literally a fight that broke out, like, above me. 
because oh, wow. I guess they wouldn't stop talking and one of the other people were like shut the fuck up oh. and then they were all like yelling at each other and Dave was smoking a cigarette on stage and then everyone else started lighting their cigarettes mm-hmm. inside the United Center and there was this guy that was like smoking a cigarette right in front of me and it was just like rising up to me oh, no. and I'm just like okay yeah I used to smoke cigarettes and you know the smell like I feel like I've gone so used to it but because I haven't smoked a cigarette in so long, it's just, like, harsh. Yeah. And it just, like, was clouded with cigarette smoke. And, I mean, but it was really fun. Mm-hmm. I thought Dave Chappelle was really, really funny. Yay. And it was really nice seeing him because he, like, never comes to Chicago. Mm-hmm. So definitely seized that opportunity. Yeah. And, yeah. Yay. Would you go to a comedy show? I feel like... <laughs> I'd go to a comedy show if it was, like, less than 50 bucks, you know? Yeah. Like, Who would I, you want to see that that would be worth spending, like, $80 for? Like, Ali Wong. Yeah? yeah. Okay. I didn't yeah. know you were an Ali Wong mm-hmm. fan. Okay. Yes, I love her. Um, Or John Mulaney. Okay. Okay. I'd pay many dollars to see him. But okay. I would... <laughs> honestly not want to waste my money seeing them in illinois yeah like i'd want to make it like a vacation situation just because like i feel like it'd be cool to see them in illinois but like i said like i just don't like it here at all i really want to see someone at the red rocks yeah yeah Mm -hmm. definitely that's one of my on the bucket list i'm actually going to colorado and i was Mm -hmm. looking up Mm -hmm. to see if anyone was doing anything at red rocks no no of course not the weekend that i come but Hopefully one day, because I think Theo Vaughn goes there quite mm-hmm. often, and I love Theo Vaughn. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, yeah. I used to go to comedy shows, like, by myself all the time. So. Yeah, I might, I might start going to concerts all my, by myself yeah, all the time. Do going it. to, like, little shows. And, do like, it. Yeah, because I want to go through a groupie phase. I haven't been a groupie before. Would you take anything while you go to concerts? Because I know, like, a lot of people do, like, Molly and, like. Um, I don't fuck with, like, synthetics mm-hmm. that's um, fair. just because even if you do test it you never know and like fentanyl is still going around like it's all coming it's from huge overseas outbreak right and now. stuff yeah so i do like shrooms if i grew them myself okay um and they're easy to grow yeah they are they're really low yeah. maintenance mm-hmm. yeah so i do want to go through a shroom journey um i but, feel like shrooms yeah. are so popular nowadays yeah, they really are yeah i just like quit everything mm-hmm. and it's been a while for me like I used to do that all the time when I would go to concerts Mm -hmm. but yeah shrooms like I feel like the only thing I would do as far as that now if I were to go back into it it would be microdosing like I don't think I could full-on trip anymore like my brain and body just can't handle it yeah like again I feel like I'm 45 but I'm really not (laughs) yeah I mean honestly same because going off of that like taking edibles in public now i can't do it it's just too much do you get anxious so fucking anxious yes literally i'll take like i used to take like 100 milligram edibles like it was crazy i just do a casual like i chug my 100 milligram drink and then i'd be like bloodshot eyes in public like unable (laughs) to speak yeah no yeah um and now i take 10 milligrams and i'm fucking like tweaking i'm tweaking so hard off of 10 milligrams yeah no the other day not the other day but like last month was like the first time i took a couple puffs Mm -hmm. off of a joint yeah and i hadn't smoked before that for like two almost three years Mm -hmm. 
and it was just like one too much and i started getting really freaking anxious yeah it felt like my heart was like beating out of my chest and i was like okay like i either need to pass out or go get some food mm-hmm. to like alleviate all yeah. this and it's like when i do that i'll be hung over from marijuana for like two days mm-hmm. straight like yeah. i literally cannot handle it because you know me i used to smoke like when i wake up to when yeah, i sleep yeah. and like but now i just can't like my body can't yeah now right i only smoke on the weekends when i come home because i don't have flour at school and like i live on campus so i'm not gonna bring flour into my fucking dorm room uh-huh. you know yeah but is it like, easily accessible out there or um if i hit up one of the guys that is my enemy um like yeah if i'm like comfortable talking to my enemies then i could easily get it but i have my medical card so oh I that's mean, right i could just go to the city and get it if i want and only pay three percent tax that's right um and and uh where you're at is not that far from no it's city. like it's like an hour hour and a half on the train okay yeah, um but yeah there's no medical dispensaries in my area mm. Like, there's one, like, half an hour away, but I'm not going to pay for a fucking, like, half-hour-long Uber. Yeah. Like, I'd be spending, like, just as much money on the cars that I would be spending on weed. And that's just not fun. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I just come to – I literally just come to, like, Lake County to, like, stock up. And then I just, like, go back to school. And I'm like, okay, I'll take an edible once a week. Why not? Yeah, because you're not too far. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Well – Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, yeah, thank you for having me. Of course, and actually at the end of every podcast, I have my guests reach into this little thing and pick out a note card, and there's a question on there that's kind of thought-provoking, okay. and we close out that way. So you can, like, mix around in there, <gasps> pick a card. <laughs> that's okay. Um, thank God that wasn't glass. <laughs> okay, let's see. Yes, you can pick out. The question is what life lesson did you learn the hard way oh wow how relatable is that to the whole podcast um i feel like what hard life lesson haven't i learned the hard way joanne (laughs) like literally um i guess pick out like your most favorite or like memorable or like the most meaningful to you yeah um Cause yeah, you're right. You've been yeah, through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like um. Oh my god. Um. Always use condoms. Pee after sex. Um. <laughs> learned both those the hard way. Um. Don't move in with someone for the wrong reasons, because it's always gonna bite you on the ass when you do. I learned that twice in a row. Um. <laughs> it's better to live by yourself and be happy by yourself than live with someone else and build up resentment and end it by like literally hating each other and not wanting to spend another second together Mm -hmm. um and then um don't go to college for a boy or else you'll take 18 beers and drink 18 beers in three hours and have a concussion for nine months and drop out of school anyway (laughs) um oh my gosh that was wild yeah that was wild yeah i remember that i was so brain damaged yeah i literally like the first time i went to college i just went to college for my 19 year old drug dealer crush Mm -hmm. and then we had sex and he lasted 90 seconds twice yeah Mm -hmm. we had sex twice and it was in total 90 seconds um and then he slept with my best friend the next week 
Oh, Jesus. And I was still going to that school. And then by month three, I went to this party and I drank 18 bush lights and um, slept for 37 hours straight after I got back to my dorm room because I was so concussed. Yeah. Yeah. And then actually, my friend whose wedding I was in was the one that saved my life because she woke oh. me up around hour 32. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, what les- life lesson did you learn the hard way? Me? Yeah. I feel like I learned quite a few, too. Yeah. Um, thanks for bouncing the question back. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. I, don't know, I wasn't even thinking. Um, what hard lesson did I learn the hard way? Or what lesson did I learn the hard way? I don't really know. I mean... Not that I learned it in a hard way, but definitely, like, one thing that's been sticking out to me lately is that life is just too short, Mm -hmm. and I've grown to, like, really appreciate my family especially, Mm -hmm. and I think it was when I got kicked out, to be honest. I think that was, like, the most hardest recently, Mm -hmm. and that was, like, what, like, now four years ago, five years ago? I don't don't even know, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, kicked out, and I didn't talk to anyone for, like, a year. And then I was just like, you know what? It's better to just put your ego aside Mm -hmm. and just make good terms because life is too short, and I do love my family, and I know they love me. So it's like, I would say that's the biggest lesson um, recently because, like, lately things have been, I'm not going to lie, things have been okay, Mm -hmm. you know, nothing to really complain about. So, yeah, that and just really, I think, oh, excuse me, <laughs> um, just really, again, like, life is too short, mm-hmm. so you do what makes you happy, Yeah, honestly, mm-hmm. and I think that's where, you know, I commend you for, like, traveling and yeah. experiencing things and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people these days are really afraid to do things alone, Mm -hmm. and they shouldn't. I think that's, like, the most liberating thing you can. And, you know, I took my first trip Mm -hmm. by myself, not knowing anyone there, going there for the first time to Florida. And I, you know, I went to Miami, and, you know, that's, like, a party place. But I really just chilled at the beach, ate good food, took myself out on dates, and Mm -hmm. read a book on the beach. Did I say that already? Yeah. Yeah. No, you didn't say that. But yeah, yeah, I would read a book on the beach like all day, every day, and I came back like so freaking tan, and mm-hmm. that was honestly amazing. Like not really talking to anyone while I was yeah. there, making new friends with old couples. Really, mm-hmm. were my friends I love there. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that would be the things that I've learned recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you wait for other people to do things with you, you're gonna be waiting for a very long time. Yeah, and like if you want to do something and it's been on your mind, just say fuck it and pull the yeah, trigger and just exactly. go for it. And I think, yeah, I, th- I feel like a lot of people are just afraid of doing that because mm-hmm. I feel like I've been meeting people lately and they're like, yeah, I've wanted to do that by myself because I'll be like, yeah, I go to the movies by myself, mm-hmm. to the comedy shows by myself and like even travel. So it's like, yeah, people will be like, wow, like I wish I could do that. And it's like, you can too. Yeah. You can too. So, yeah. Love. Yes. Thank you yes, so much for coming on the show, yeah, Lizzie. Oh thank you for having me, Joanne. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. Of course. This was great. All right. Bye, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.